There's several differences. One of the biggest ones is what we call blind pool investing versus deal by deal. Now, these funds are blind pool investing, which means that an investor is handing their money to a general partner, GP, and that general partner makes the decisions of the investment or that that fund over time and invest in, into the companies that they choose. Now, an SPV gives flexibility to investors where they can invest deal by deal. In 2007, I was still this nerdy auditor. And at the time, I was performing an audit for one of the subsidiaries of a well-known Japanese company. And that was the year I heard about Special Purpose Vehicle, or SPV, for the first time. Back then, it was a complex accounting treatment plus long legal documents I had to read with much legal jargons that hurt my brain. My brain almost exploded. Let's just say it was days of sleepless nights to figure out the best way to account and report a special purpose vehicle. Fast forward to a few months ago, when I heard there is a special purpose vehicle specialist, I was intrigued. Even more intriguing when I found out about forming a special purpose vehicle for capital raising. I thought, whoa, this must be complex. And who is crazy enough to specialize in SPV? And that was me thinking back to the complex accounting treatment I had to figure out in 2007. I was curious, what is the benefit of SPV? How is this different than venture capital? How can SPV help the female founders in my audience to raise capital? Can this provide an easier way to capital raising? So here we are to answer my curiosity while educating female founders about another strategy to raise capital. I create this capital raising special purpose vehicle podcast series for you. I always believe there is no one way fits all in raising capital. I want you to understand your option and the best way to structure your capital raising. In this first episode of the podcast series, I speak with Katie Nelson, the co-founder and chief revenue officer of Assure, the special purpose vehicle specialist. We dive into the ins and outs of capital raising using special purpose vehicle. In addition, over the next few weeks, you will gain insight into the legal side of SPV, the organizer perspective, which is the matchmaker between the investor and founder, and a female founder perspective who had successfully raised capital through special purpose vehicle with Assure. You're listening to Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for mission-driven women entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, a big warm welcome. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and say hi because that's where I hang out and share my business finance tips. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you are a regular listener, I want you to know I appreciate you. My podcast won't be around without your support. This is a free weekly show where my guests and I want to inspire you to balance between mission and profit, to create an impact in this world, and to achieve financial equality through your business for good. 
It is logical to think that raising capital can solve all your financial problems. But let's challenge that thought a little bit. Before you rush and decide to raise capital, thinking it is the solution to all your cash flow issue, stop for a second. Think about why you need this extra cash. If you don't understand why, you may enter into a financing deal that can hurt your business in the long run. There are five common business finance misconceptions, and as a founder, the sooner you can clear your headspace from this misconception, the better you are in building a profitable and sustainable purpose-driven business. Find out more about this five business finance misconception inside episode 117 at christinashahli.com forward slash her CEO journey. Whatever the next stage is for your business, the journey will be easier with a robust tailored financing strategy behind your business plan. And we are here to help you, combining curiosity and financial expertise in a judgment-free zone. We are here to answer any question you may have. We get it. Business finance can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Connect with us at christinashahli.com forward slash let's chat. Now let's find out Katie's CEO journey. Katie Nelson, welcome to her CEO journey. So before we start talking about capital raising special purpose vehicle or capital raising SPV, let's start with your journey that led you to co-found Assure with your husband. Well, thank you so much, Christine, for inviting me here to, to speak about SPVs and tell you a little bit about Assure. We got started in 2012 and we looked very different than we do today. We were doing investor relations and due diligence for the SBA. And then in 2013, we received a call from AngelList, who is a, a large platform provider. They asked us to set up funds in bulk to basically structure and administer special purpose vehicles on a volume basis. And at that point, we were small business still struggling. And of course, we said yes, and we're, we headed out to, to figure it out. At first, it was a trial basis. And then within a couple months, we were working well together and we were able to make this relationship work. We were able to, to really see that after Angelus that we were headed in a direction that was new and different than the current environment. When Angelus came to you to assure, did you see an issue in the market that you said, hey, you know what, let's try this capital raising SPV and see if this is going to work. Can you share a little bit about that? We could see quickly what they needed, which was they needed a fast, affordable, one-stop shop to capital raising administration. And we really didn't see for about two years after that, that that was something that was actually needed in the ecosystem as well. Prior to Assure, to raise an SPV was over $100,000. So it was very exclusive, not a lot of accessibility, but what Assure provided was a decreased cost and the cost to administer these funds by 90%. We also were able to close these structured vehicles within a shorter amount of time Prior to Sure, it was about three plus months, and we now average about three weeks to close. And then 
there are several different types of expertise that you need to manage a structured vehicle. And we provided all that in-house. We provided the tax, the legal, the accounting and compliance and administration to really manage these vehicles for the lifetime of that vehicle. So what is your background? Well, actually, my background was more in operations. My co-founder's background was in the industry. So he was in private equity, had managed a $300 million fund, fund of funds for the state of Utah. And so he had the industry knowledge. And then I jumped in with him whenever we first got started because I had the operational experiences. And the two, the two together have really given us the ability to grow the business. He could, we could each focus him on vision and, and strategy and myself on the, the operational processes and basically the, the day-to-day of how to run the business. So let's go back a little bit. Can you share what is exactly Capital Raising SPV? An SPV is a special purpose vehicle. And basically what that is, is the legal structure that is set up for managing an investment into an asset, a startup company, or some type of object that gains value. Now, many of your listeners are familiar with legal structures of businesses such as a C-Corp, an LLC, a B-Corp. And what Assure does is this special purpose vehicle is basically an LLC and it gives the ability to pull investors together into an entity and hold all those investors and manage those investors into a structure. Now, every business has a structure. They have rules, regulations, and guidelines that govern their business. This is the same type of thing. It's the rules and regulations and guidelines that govern that legal entity that is used to pull investors together to invest into an asset. So if I'm thinking about this correct, right? So this legal entity will have a balance sheet, a profit and loss, just a normal financial statement. And the asset of this entity are the fund being pulled from different investors. Is that correct? Actually, it's it's more simple than that. And SPV has very few transactions. The biggest transaction is all of the funds coming in from the investors and then that funding event of the portfolio company. And then it hibernates for you know several years until it comes to the end of the life of that company. And then there is either a distribution or there's some type of exit event that again has another transaction. So there is not ongoing transactions every year for an SPV. It's more simple than that. It just has basically a a transaction at the beginning and a transaction at the end, at the end of the, the company. Can you use SPV for both or is it specifically only for equity type capital raising? Definitely. We see that on a daily basis, we have all different types of of different structures, you know, that convertible notes, saves, kisses, all different types of structure of equity and debt financing. And so, yes, it is available for all types. Earlier, you mentioned about organizer. What is an organizer? And how does this lead into an SPV? An organizer is someone that has a relationship of the investors and the company or the asset that they want to purchase. 
for our benefit, organizer, make sure that everybody, he's, he's maintaining the relationship with investors as well as the relationship with the portfolio company. We see that an organizer definitely can be an investor as well. So when you talk about portfolio companies over here, to give context to my audience who are founders, portfolio means are the founder's business, the founder's company. The organizer is basically collecting all the investors that want to invest in that founder. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. What is the difference, though, between capital raising SPV and venture capital? There's several differences. One of the biggest ones is what we call blind pool investing versus deal by deal. Now, we fund our blind pool investing, which means that an investor is handing their money to a general partner, GP, and that general partner makes the decisions of the investment or that that fund over time and invest in, into the companies that they choose. Now, an SPV gives flexibility to investors where they can invest deal by deal. They can choose to invest into different assets that appeal to them. But now typically, whenever you have a blind pool investment, a, a VC fund, those investors, of course, are always there, you know, are buying into that GP's thesis on his fund. So they do have the opportunity, of course, to make the choice. But deal by deal investing gives you the chance to, to try out several different organizers. Another thing is that an SPV fund is more simple than a VC fund. I think we talked about earlier some of the VC fund structures and a VC fund requires more administration on an annual basis. SPV funds do not. They typically have action and, and work up front and then they hibernate over a certain amount of time until there's an next event. Another thing that's a benefit with an SPV versus a VC fund is that it accepts, SPV funds accept smaller checks. So prior to Assure VC funds, it was very exclusive and very hard to get into. You have to have you know, a big check size in order to get into a VC fund. Mm -hmm. And SPVs provide the ability for investors to invest smaller check sizes which oftentimes means that they can have a larger portfolio. They can have more companies that they have invested in, which for an investor's point of view, it gives them a bigger chance for a winning, a winning company. The other difference, the last difference that I wanted to point out is that SPVs can be smaller now with Assure versus previously to about eight years ago. The smallest SPV that Assure has completed is $15,000. And prior to Assure, the cost was so enormous that you would not have been able to invest into a company with that amount of money, which means that this ability to invest smaller amounts gives the ability for more companies to get funding, to be able to raise capital. So... Eight years ago, you said that if somebody wants to create an SPV, it's going to cost them 100000 So what exactly the process that you guys improve over the years, over the last eight years, to be able to manage the lower costs? So one of the biggest things that enables us to be able to manage this is having all the expertise in one place, the tax, the legal, the accounting compliance and administration. 
And having all of that in one place provides a, a more simple structure for investors to manage, which also for us on our side, having all that one place decreases the cost because we do not have to go and work with all of the different service providers. This is an example of one of the costs for a service provider is legal. We hear this all the time, actually, that documents cost around $40,000 to have an attorney draw up those documents. So what Assure did to decrease that cost was we worked with several attorneys to come up with a set of documents that can be used again and again with an SPV. There's about 15 terms that change. Assure has uses that we have technology that helps us extract those, those 15 terms, but use the same terms over and over again in the documents. So we have provided document templates and by providing that we are saving our clients time and money because they are, have some place to start. Often we have clients come in with VC fund, fund documents for an SPV. And they had spent tons of money, like I said, $40,000 on documents. And they were so happy and proud of these documents. But when we get them, we'd we'd have to say, I'm sorry, these don't work. These don't work for SPVs. And so that is just one example of where Assure has provided a solution by providing templates. And the clients can take that to their legal counsel and gives them a place to start and decreases the cost for those investors and those organizers. I also noticed when I was listening to one of Assure podcast episodes, there was a talk about hybrid fund, which is a combination between capital raising SPV and a venture capital fund. So can you elaborate a little bit about when does hybrid fund make sense? So let me give two perspectives here. From an investor's point of view, it's the structure of your, your fund determines what type of structure you use. So for instance, we have certain clients that weren't able to raise the 5 million or the 25 million that they were hoping to raise with their fund. And they have a deal that's in mind. And so they have a first close with their fund. And then they take a portion of that and drop down an SPV. I also have different clients that do what we call a multi-asset SPV, which is investing into more than one asset in that SPV. Now, when you start adding complexities like this, it increases the cost and the administration of these type of SPVs. But it definitely is more of a strategy aspect here when it comes to investors. Now, on the other side, for founders, founders have the flexibility to raise from different types of individuals or or groups. I'll give an example for Assure. We did a capital raise in 2019 and we had two SPV syndications in that capital raise. And then we had about five direct investments. So SPVs give flexibility for the founder to be more strategic in how they raise. They have the optionality to take money from a VC fund as well as SPVs. They do not have to The only option out there is not a VC fund or direct anymore. The hybrid fund give more option for founder to be strategic. Can you elaborate a little bit more about being strategic here? Well, that was a big piece of this, this cap table and and the number of investors. 
a cap table is basically a ledger of the ownership of the company. And SPVs, there's two options that we see that, that founders use SPVs for. For starting out with a clean cap table and pulling all their family, friends and family investors into an SPV. And then the other option is cleaning up your cap table. We find that a, a lot of investors are thinking more about the money upfront and not about the how and who is going to be investing in them. So they are taking small checks, but many of them. And whenever it comes to looking down the road to a strategic exit at some point or getting private equity funding, you need to have a clean cap table. And SPVs really help that. And it simplifies the investor relations. It is really great to only have that one SPV lead, that organizer that they work with. Really, time and money are the two things that founders are lacking. And um, SPVs really help with that because that organizer typically takes care of all, most of those. I love what you said earlier about keeping a clean uh, cap table and the fact that when founder raising money at the very beginning, they are pulling money from friends and family. So at the end of the day, there are like maybe like 10 people owning the business, right? At the very beginning. And then as they moving through raising more capital later on, there will be more people and then the cap table is just becoming larger and larger. The SPV holds many investors, but it's just one line item on the cap table, which is more simple for the, the founder and looks more clean. That's in order whenever it comes to your future and, and the strategic decisions that you go to make in the future. The first half of this, we're talking about from the organizer perspective. But now let's go back to the founder and you touch on a little bit already from the founder's perspective. Is there a certain stage of business that makes sense for founders to jump in? Or should they consider SPV from the very beginning? Well, let me first give you an example of a sure. We bootstrapped from the, from the very beginning. And until about 2018, we had a catastrophic event in our, in our business where we lost 60% of our revenue. Wow. Yeah, we had, we had to make a decision. We didn't even think about fundraising before that. We didn't think that that was even something that we wanted to do. But that event made us realize that we, we had two choices. We could either close up shop or we could keep progressing and realize the vision that we had at that point. And this fundraising seemed like the best option for us. And it really did bridge that time frame from the time when we lost that 60% of revenue to the time where we made it back up, which for us, it was very beneficial and the right move for us to make. So we weren't the typical founder that I would say that goes through this fundraising process. But there are those that start from the beginning that understand how to raise capital. They have either been a founder before. And so they know how to keep their business in order in order to get to that, um, to be more attractive, attractive to those investors. So definitely at the beginning, keeping your cap table clean from the beginning and having that, that house in order. But every once in a while have something like what Assure had, which is we need to bridge this gap here and, and raise capital. Is there any other benefit when founders should consider capital raising SPV? 
I think, I think the biggest thing here is you have the opportunity to be deliberate and strategic and thoughtful as a founder. You get to control the outcome. So SPVs give that flexibility to control the outcome. So you can choose who you want to invest into your company. You can choose the pathway you want to go. If you want to do, well, let me give this example here. of Whenever a founder raises, there is typically a lead investor. And that lead investor puts in the most money and helps determine the terms for that fundraise with the founder. If they have that ability to set that round and then have that allocation filled, but then they also have the ability to have the allocation filled with smaller check sizes, not just that large amount. So SPVs give that ability for the founder to have different variety of investors and get, it from diff- get the money from different sources. One of the examples that my team brings up is that um, there are people in your life that have been helpful to you in your company that have been supportive and SPVs give that, that flexibility to spin up a small SPV in order to put those people in there so that they can have ownership in your company for, and reward them for being supportive to you as a founder. So say for instance, a founder wants to raise $500,000 and the lead investor is putting in the majority, maybe $250,000. Well, you still have an allocation of 250 left. So who's going to invest into that 250? That's where the founder gets to make this, make this choice and, and be strategic on who they're going to allow into their company. When you are working with investors and when a founder is working with investors and determining who is going to be an investor in their company. This is a relationship that is going to be ongoing for the next 10 years. They need to be strategic at who they let in because they're going to have that relationship forever. It's like a marriage (laughs) for 10 years. For instance, with Assure, the investors, every month we send a monthly update to those investors. We have investors giving us feedback from either their experience working with Assure or their experience from, from what they're seeing in our numbers that we send out. The founder has the ability to, to let certain groups that have different expertise into their fundraising round, and they can do so through SPVs. But that also means they have to build a relationship before that. One of the questions we had talked about before, um, prior to the podcast, was what needs to be prepared? What does the founder need to do to prepare and one of them is networking. Mm-hmm. Definitely in order to, to be able to fundraise, you would have to be networking. And that does take a lot of time. time. And- <laughs> Energy. <laughs> you know, we like to focus on growing our business. So this is actually probably a good time to mention syndication where you have different leads. Let me give you an example. Um, sure has a group uh, affiliate of our company called the Sure Syndicates. And this is the, the managing director match makes investors with founders. Mm-hmm. So there's opportunities out there to decrease that time that it takes to, to network. But definitely networking is one of those things that is probably the hardest thing for the investors to do in order to prepare to raise. Okay. So what you are saying here that Assure is not only providing the back-end administrative of setting up SPV and managing SPV, but there is also a sure syndicate that is helping founder to meet and network 
with investors that they do not know before. That is correct. Okay, so that's when the networking becomes really important. And then when a founder is setting up an SPV to be strategic, if they have a lead investor and then there is a remaining amount that is not yet fulfilled, they can go back to the network, the relationship that they have built, and then they can choose which investor they can invite into that SPV. Right. Which investor or which syndication? Yes, there's a, there's many options now of the different types of looks and fields of investors coming into here. Now, you mentioned syndication a few times. Can you elaborate a little bit more what the syndication means? Syndication is basically a group of individuals that agree to invest into what the head of that syndication is investing into or to look at the options. One example of a syndication that, that is at one of our clients is called Launch. The organizer of Launch is Jason Calcanis. And he has about three, well, I'm probably not going to get the right number, but he has over 3,000 investors that watch his deals that come across. So he brings them different deals, deal by deal, and they can review those deals and then choose to invest or not. The investors have the option to work with the the syndicator, the organizer that is finding these investments. Uh-huh. and then invest alongside them in their syndication. How is that different than a venture capital? It's different because it is deal by deal. If you are an investor that is a part of a syndication, a club, you know, this big group, you do not have to invest in every deal they find. Whereas VC fund, you're basically investing in every single deal that they find that they choose to invest in. So in a simple term, you go back to what you said about VC, you kind of like invest in a pool of asset. But in an SPV, you invest in one asset. You have a choice which asset you like, which asset that you see the future best for you and fit in with your uh, vision. That's where you invest. But in a venture capital world, you don't have that option. You basically have to invest in whatever ventures that they are investing. We know that founders need to network in order to get the best investor to invest in their company. But now, is there any other thing that founders need to think about when they are doing this fundraising? Yes, absolutely. So I'm going to give Assure as kind of an example. So you have to structure your company correctly. We were an LLC. We had to change to C-Corp. Most SPVs invest into C-Corp. You also have to have your financials in order. At Assure, we had, we're operating on a cash-based financial system, and we had to change into a gap-based financial Yep, accrual. Yep. And then the team, the team is a, is a big part of this. You have to make sure that your team that you have in place is going to be attractive to those investors. Many times it's, it's the team within your company, but also maybe your board of directors that you need to make sure is the right type of group that's going to be appealing to the investors. Another thing is the valuation. The valuation helps determine the terms for this investment, what the cost basis will be for those shares, if it's, if it's equity or what uh, the convertible note will be priced at. That valuation is very important. And the last thing that I can think of that would be very, that is very beneficial that you have to have in place is that the marketing materials, the slide deck, 
you're out there marketing your company to investors and you need to be really buttoned up. You know, many of these things, these things that I discussed are also something that Assure does with our accelerator called Boom Startup. We help prepare companies for their fundraise. Now, in terms of costs to set up SPV, is there a cost to the founder? There is not a cost to the founder. What happens with the Assure fee to manage, it is added on top of the, the fundraise total and each investor takes a piece of that. On the founder size, when it costs for them to raise, I mean, so it's, there's no additional cost when it comes to the SPV for the founder side, but for the founder themselves, they do need to have, you know, an attorney in place and take care of some of these, these aspects before that we talked about, you know, the structuring of the company, the, the marketing materials, the financials in order, all of those do take money, but it's, um, it's the preparation money that, that they use to prepare their business for funding. Now, For my audience who are founders, what can they do if they are interested to set up an SPV or to work with an organizer or work with Assure? We have a couple of different options for founders. The first one is our Boom Accelerator, Boom Startup Accelerator, and that prepares the companies for their first raise for funding. The next one is Assure Syndicates, and that group is the matchmaker. So you've already, you've gone through most of the process of how to prepare your company. They matchmake the investors with, with the founders. And then the final opportunity that we have for fan, founders is if they want to set, spin up their own SPV, if they have friends and family and they want to start off with a clean cap table, which is, which is how you should start off if you are planning to raise funds in the future, they can come in and run their own SPV. We call this the founder SPV. They are able to act as the organizer and that they are able to come in and become an organizer for insurance purposes and, and run the SPV themselves for that fundraise. So Katie, where can people find you? They can find us at assure.co. We are on LinkedIn as well and Twitter. Thank you so much for being here, Katie. Thank you so much for having me. And that's bring us to the end of another show. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women entrepreneurs. If you want to create a proactive financial plan and process for your business, so you are ready to weather the financial storm over the next few months, let's chat and see what's possible for you. Book in a time to speak with me at christinashahli.com forward slash Let's chat.